everybody, what's good, what's good, hip-hop? Uh, welcome to another edition of the DGA2 Podcast. I'm still your host, uh, Rob D, a.k.a. Rob Diggy, BKA, The Real Rob Diggy on IG. Glad to have you guys with us on board this next session um, on the new millennium. The next stop is taking us back to Brooklyn, New York, where we meet fabulous. Oh, man, John Jackson is a true talent, a true technical master, and he is Brooklyn bred. That's the reason why this episode is called that. So uh, first off, before I even get jumping into uh, the episode, I want to give a quick shout out to my barber, Frank, my man, like always schooling me with knowledge and, uh, you know, talking about some things. I want to give my man Frank a shout out real quick. Uh, I've always taken care of brother, make sure brother look fresh with the clean with the waves and everything. So, man, shout out to you, Frank. Um, I told you I was going to shout you out, man. So, yo, my, my, my dude right there, my ace. Um, and then I want to introduce to you all, to the audience, a new member of the team. Uh, a new voice that is uh, sharing his opinion with us during this season. Uh, he decided to pick Fabulous because he's from uh, Brooklyn, New York. And I want to give him a royal introduction. His name is Shaw Cypher. And Shaw Cypher, uh, actually, from talking to him a little while ago, uh, he does a lot. I can't even pinpoint all the things that he does. He does radio. He does things for independent artists. He does things for himself. So what I would like to call him... It's kind of like a, a buffet of hip hop. That's probably the best way I'm going to coin the phrase of what Shaw does. He does a little bit of a lot. Um, and I am so glad and happy to have him on board. If you guys don't remember, uh, he actually interviewed Jess, the queen, uh, a couple of weeks ago on his podcast uh, or his uh, his radio show. So so I definitely want to show love to him and have him uh, on board with us to talk about Fabulous. And without further ado, I want you guys to meet him. So let me bring him on in here real quick and Shad, the homie, was good. Introduce yourself to the audience, man. And uh, what's popping, brother? What's good? What's good? What's good? It's Peter G, Shaw Cypher. You know, originally from Brooklyn, like my man said, um, one half of the Ground Report. So shout out to my business partner, Tampa Mystic. That's the Ground Report Media Group, LLC. We, we support independent and non-signed artists. But no more than that, we, we, uh, we just transitioned about a couple months ago to entertainment and entrepreneurs. So we, you know, we just don't want to put ourselves in a box. You know, yeah. we want to make sure that we support everybody out there grinding. That's why we call ourselves the Ground Report, you know, the Underground Movers podcast, which he explained. I, you know, I got a chance to interview Jessica. So shout out to everybody out there grinding. Salute. I appreciate being on here. Man, we have, we are happy to have you aboard, brother. And on top of that, Shaw's being uh he's being humble right now. But Shaw does a freestyle <laughs> Wednesdays every week, yeah. so I'm definitely gonna have that plug. If you guys uh, follow me on IG, I post his freestyles every Wednesday. He'll send it to me, say, "Hey, Rob, what do you think?" And it's always gonna be fire. So if you guys are uh, true hip hop fans, make sure you check out Shaw Cypher's freestyle Wednesdays every week. He's dropping for us, keeping the culture alive uh, with the freestyle. The freestyles are dope as hell i am just i'm not i'm not shoot, shooting smoke yeah, up shot's ass but they dope as hell you know what i mean <laughs> he'll do a throwback beat he'll jump on it last one he did was jay-z's uh you know death of the auto tune that was that was dope man so i was i think i listened to a couple of those before that i was like yo this brother's right. got something here man so mad love to you shot and uh man let's get into the discussion about fabulous as i mentioned uh government named john jackson uh he does have one ascap award for songwriting he has one award from the bt hip-hop awards and we're going to talk about uh fabulous in the 2000s and he dropped uh five <laughs> albums within the 2000s i'm gonna talk about uh some of the significance off those albums when they were dropped some of the singles that i picked off the albums um as well so 
First one up is Ghetto Fabulous. And if y'all didn't know, Ghetto Fabulous was actually dropped on 9-11. So it's one of the other albums that dropped on 9-11. One-time platinum album. You all know the hits. Keep it gangsta. Youngin' Trade It All. Can't deny it with him and the OG Nate Dogg. Rest in peace to, to Nate Dogg and Ma Be Easy. Those are some of the songs I picked off of there. And that was uh, released on September 11th. Two years later, he dropped Street Dreams, uh, which also another platinum album released in March of 03, uh, which has a Can't Let Go with Mike Shorey and Lil Mo. This is my party. Uh, I'm so into you with the Ashanti version and the Tamiya version. Both of them are dope as hell. So it don't matter which one you listen to. They're both dope. Uh, he had a song called My Life, which are produced by Kanye West. Keeping a Gangster remix with Styles P, Jada, MLP, Paul Kane, which is a phenomenal dope ass remix like i went back and listened to that today's shot i was like yo like damn like yeah, they, they did the thing on that remix man that was that was crazy Facts. mop just brings the energy on that on that remix so y'all go back and check that out yeah shout out to the mash out posse for real um and then they had traded all part two with diddy and jagged edge which was another uh, uh solo hit for fab and then in november of 2004 he released real talk uh, which is when he kind of had the shift going into more of the R&B uh, flavor a little bit. Uh, that was a gold album. Uh, he had Gangsta with DJ Khaled. Uh, he had Tiff for Tad, uh, Baby, Breathe. Everybody knows Breathe, but from Just Blaze. Um, Young and Sexy, which is another good one. And then released in June 07 was Nothing to Something, uh, which is Make Me Better, which is with him and Neo, another uh, popular song of his. Baby Don't Go, which was produced by Jermaine Dupri. Featuring T-Pain and Diamonds and also Brooklyn featuring Jay-Z and Uncle Murda. And then, of course, it's my favorite fabulous album was Loso's Way, which was released in July of 2009. Uh, another gold album, which is we had the song Triple E. And I should say, say Triple E because it's everything, every day, everywhere. Uh, also featuring Carrie Hilson. Throw it in the bag, uh, which had, um, trying to think of that young brother's name, uh... Damn. That was, um... I forgot uh, who, who wrote that with him. I can't think of the brother's name on top of my head, man. Well, anyway, it's, it's, I, it's on the tip of my tongue. It's on the tip of my tongue. Yeah, it's going to come back to me here in a little bit. Uh, when the money Radio goes, killer. Yeah, him, him. Yeah, uh, yeah man. Like, uh, uh, it's all good, Sean. We're going to... Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's going to come good. back. We'll figure it out. Uh, also on the album is The Money Goes, Honey Stays featuring Jay-Z and also Stay featuring Marsha. <laughs> Ambrosius. So that is the premise for our discussion this afternoon. Once again, Shah Cypher, thank you for spending time out of your busy schedule, brother, to hang out with us and our audience, uh, sharing your no hip-hop knowledge. And uh, the first question that I have for you, my good sir, is what does fabulous mean to the culture of hip-hop and your interpretation? Um, versatility, you know, the co in the culture, you know, one of the things about uh, the culture of hip hop is that, you know, people expect you to have versatility. I think Va Fab was very versed, you know, his his although you might have known him, depending on what time frame you got a chance to, you know, to, to get in tune with him for a certain type of music. But if you notice that he was versatile, you pretty much can jump on and do anything um, and and it still be fat. You know, yeah. what I mean, he's one of the you know, you never you never saw him as being anybody else but himself. So that's. That's what the coach, that's that's what he brought to the coach is showing that you can do that no matter where you're from, you know? Yeah, I think that's fact, man. Um, What I will say to that, too, is I don't remember, like, thinking of Fab, like, emulating anybody. Like, Fab kind of created his uh -huh. own lane in a sense, which is kind of strange. Like, nowadays, you kind of see, like, MCs emulating each other, but Fab... 
he's it's fab. Like I, I think he's one of one. Actually, I don't see anyone like right. trying to emulate him or him trying to emulate anybody else. He did it his way, and he is uh, another punchline king, which I think is very prominent for MCs out of Brooklyn. Um, and just knowing how to rhyme, how to put words together, he's a wordsmith for sure. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Fab, and what I want to also talk about Shaw is how he's able to pivot. So when I think about pivoting in hip hop, especially when you talk about, you know, when the first album came out, he was really uh, punchline heavy. You know, he kind of kind of made street music in a sense, and then as he got further along in his career, he's like, yo, like, you know, and during that time frame, we're thinking about the early 2000s. You know, when Ja Rule was hot. Um, a lot of, uh, you know, uh, marriages of R&B and hip hop are coming out. So, ja, I mean, uh, Fabulous kind of went down that road as well, too. So how well do you think that Fabulous did in that conjunction with mixing R&B and hip hop from your interpretation? Well, I mean, at the time when Ghetto Fabulous came out, he took a big risk. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? What I mean by that, we didn't know that 9-11 was going to happen. But that's the same day Blueprint dropped. Right. Facts, <laughs> you know what I mean? Jay-Z dropped Blueprint the same time. So he knew that at the time, but he had a fan base that still, that still, you know, uh, that still, you know, felt his music. So he did, he did well with that. So I would say that, you know, he was able to mix all that in there. And then he had DJ Clue, the, the kind of, pioneer a lot of what he was doing so he had the marketing behind it he had the the, the look at the style at that particular time um he had the lyrics you know what i'm saying he had the lyrics um and and he had the dance he had the he had the clubs yeah. you know what i mean jay-z yeah. jay-z was already solidified right so you know he was coming out he had the club so he had the vibe and and you know you couldn't tell you couldn't tell fab nothing with with the style that he has so i think i think um, he be believing in himself and 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 showing proof with the music that he was putting. It only meshed together and come out well. He delivered it well. You know, I believe so, so too, man. I, I have nothing but positive <laughs> things to say about Fab. I completely agree, man. I, I and when I think about Fab, I think about his versatility. To your point, like he's able to get to me, he could get on any kind of track and create his own way. Like he made like. Little like baby, right. like one of my favorite songs is baby, which is like a um a, a sample from Michael Jackson. You know what I'm saying? Like that flip, like damn, but who would have thought of that? Like okay, okay, that was dope. And then he yeah. came uh, a couple yeah. of years later with everything, everywhere, everything, uh, with Carrie Hilson, a song like that. And then he had breathe, and he had so many different hits. I was like, yo, Fab is like. He's killing it, man. And he and him and shout out to, to, to Fab, Desert Storm, DJ Clue, and everybody that put Fab on. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to them, man, for finding Fab and putting them on for sure. Cause I definitely don't want to forget about that. Uh, Cause without that movement, right. Fab wouldn't be where he is in his position. Uh, but I just love his music, man. I love his versatility. Um, and I, when I think of Fab, Shaw, I think of bars, man. So what are some of your favorite bars that you think about when you, when it comes to fabulous, like what are some of the lyrics that you'd be like, Oh damn, like I, I, like, I remember where I was at when I heard him say this, or what are some of the lyrics, uh, or some of the songs necessarily the lyrics is I don't want to put you on the spot by <laughs> maybe right, coming right, over right. some of the lyrics. You know what I mean? But what are some of the songs that that really hit you? Like, yo, those are some standout tracks from fab. Man, I mean, those those are all over the place. You know what I mean? Like he the, the hits that he did with Trey songs or the songs that he did with 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 Jay or the albums that you know. I can't really pinpoint the lyrics because I can tell you that Fab always delivered. Like in Breathe, you yeah. know what I mean? He said he he 
just the just the just the way the chorus did, you know, one into the two, yeah. two to to the three, yeah, three to three. You know what I mean? I felt like I was, I felt like you know, I was um, I was preparing for a fight. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like I was, I was preparing, I was preparing for a fight, or right. you know, the the album he did with Jada Kiss. You know what I mean? So. Right. Um, I think he del- I think he delivered on every single one of his songs that I really can't really pinpoint a specific one. Yeah. I just know that anytime a fab verse came on, I stopped to listen to it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like I, I was never I was never disappointed um, in uh, anything that he said. You know what right. I mean? But uh, um, yeah, you know, fab 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 was always somebody that, you know, the delivered all the time. But, you know, what yeah. I mean, it. Didn't matter what, it didn't matter who he was on a song with or what type of song it was he delivered. So yeah, and um, that brings me to my point. Um, so one of my favorite Fab verses is actually from Lumi D's remix of uh, uh oh. So he was on there with him and him Lumi D and Busta Rhymes, and I remember him talking about the baseball jacket with the leather on the sleeves. I was like, yo, he was so slick with it. You know what I mean? Like he was so slick, and like to your point, man, like he just. He was very clever. He was witty, and he still is. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about him in past tense because we're talking about the time area that we're, we're speaking of. But it still is in the present tense as well, too. He's just, you know, hip hop changes and shifts. You know what I'm saying? So what he was doing in the 2000s, that formula, you know, not necessarily could be the formula now in hip hop, uh, just because you know the times change and things like that. But what I will say is, man, one of the things that I remember about Fab is Loso's Way. And I want to talk about Loso's Way for a second, Shaw, because Loso's Way is one of those concept albums. One of the things we saw resonating in hip-hop in the 2000s were concept albums. To me, the greatest concept album of all time is Jay-Z's American Gangsta. But I think right behind it, maybe second or third is going to be Loso's Way, which is, um, if everybody has ever seen the movie Carlito's Way, he's trying to make like a cinematic kind of movie uh like i don't know i don't know how to frame it shot like a cinematic kind of like uh movie on on a on a on an actual album I'm trying to like show you like a movie right, on, right, and, right. And, he, and he actually made like a couple of movies like a 30 minute movie actually to the actual album itself uh, if you guys want to go back and check i don't know where you're going to find it at. i think it's on vhs somewhere or dvds back in the day in your closet somewhere you might still have that but i want to talk about that specific concept album or the concept of the concept album so when that was kind of resonating later on in the 2000s, Jay-Z massively did it on American Gangsta, and then we had Loso's Way. So, Shaw, what do you remember off of Loso's Way, man? Like him putting there that a concept album, you know, putting that together. Um, I think, I think uh, the consistency of every track. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like the consistency of every track that he, you know, that he laid down with it. Kind of like what Jay did with American Gangster. You kind of felt the storyline. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. Fab Fab could tell, you know, Fab could tell stories and um he he can he can make you see what he was trying to say. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um and you felt like he 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 put his like he said, he put his flavor to it. That, yeah. that's what I got off of, you know, Loso's way. And he was, you know what I mean. The, the focus and the determination was there and he stayed with the times. I think he's good with, with, uh, transitioning. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. think he's good at transitioning and still being fab. Like I can't think of anything fab did that anybody else did. You know what I mean? Or if he, even if he did, he remixed, he remixed it in the way where you wouldn't even notice it came from somebody else. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. That's just how I feel about it. 
Yeah, man, I think it's dope, man. Like, um, and, and to, just to piggyback off what you just said, he, he's so original. And that's what, to me, right now, Shaw, and I hate to get on my horse about this, man, but that is what's missing or lacking in hip-hop is originality, right. man. We are so tired of hearing the same thing regurgitated to something else. Like, come on, man. Like, hip-hop, we got to get original. We got to get back to originality um, and and lyrics and punchlines and getting back to the essence of what it is. And the reason why I'm going to bring that up, Shaw, is because Fab did a collaboration, I think, a few years in the 2000s with Jadakiss. Anytime you can do a collaboration and go toe-to-toe with <laughs> Jada, like, you know your skills got to be top tier because Jada is not anybody. Jada can be on anybody's top five dead or alive. That's how, uh, you know, fly he is with his lyrics. And, and for Fab to be able to go bar for bar or be able to spar with him, like, come on, man. Like, your skills got to be top tier to even be in a right. conversation with Jada. Right. You know what I mean? So right. I won't even get into that. You know what I mean? That's a whole conversation we could have yeah. uh, down the road. You know what I mean? But the last thing I'm going to ask you, Shaw, is two questions so my first question is you are sitting in your car right now so if you yeah. wanted to put on a fab track which one would you put on right now that you would vibe out to right now sitting in your car see i you know when i when i started when i started rapping myself a yeah. lot of the songs that i started with was a lot of the lady stuff right mm -hmm. um so with fab um those were the songs i would play first because I would try to get a vibe of how I should do my songs. So the you know the first one would be the one with with Tamia. Okay. Um, so in, oh, into you, know you. I mean? okay. Yeah. Yeah. So into you. Um. Then then I would then 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 I would switch to breathe. Yeah. Right. Um. Then I would switch to um. Uh. The the, the I would go back and forth into uh. Then I would jump to to, to some of his features. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I would I would I would do the one um actually before I do that I would go to the one he did with Neo. Okay. I don't ever remember okay. the names. Yeah. But that that I only remember that track because yeah. that I, I even better. Yeah, yeah, I would do that one because I remember that that beat was supposed to be for Jay-Z and Jay-Z said, "Nah, Fab, Fab need to, you know, mm -hmm. Fab that's that's a Fab track." Um and then I will play then I will go to um Summertime Shootout, the last okay. one in yeah, uh, because that one, you know, that one resonated with me uh, more than the other ones. You know, the first, you know, what I mean, so right. the first and the second. So that that third one resonate resonated with me real tough, um, especially when you talking about it. You talking about the relationship with his with his wife and right. and his family and shit like that. So right, right, right. That's what I would do in my car. I used to actually play that one on repeat because I used to have to drive. <laughs> pretty far to you know locations i was going and you know i would i would i would have those that 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 on replay so yeah you know fab was i had fab all over the place you know what i mean like it's, yeah. especially especially um friday night on elm street with jada like word, word man right word, um man. so Facts. you know i would play i would play principles i would play ground up i would play you know what i mean all yeah, those man. all the you know what i mean the, the intro to that joint was dope yes, you know brother. what i mean so yes preach brother preach like you, you talk to the gospel my dude like and then yeah. um the last question i have for you shot before we start closing things out is i don't know if a lot of people remember uh fab in the 2000s but this brother was a mixtape king mixtape yes. king like this brother had yes. mixtapes all over the place. So my question, Shaw, is how important 
is it to artists? Well, maybe not so much nowadays, but how important is an artist to get buzzed with mixtapes? And now, mind you, but now Fab was dropping mixtapes when he was already solidified. He was already a, a star in hip hop, but was still dropping mixtapes every there and now and again. So how important is the mixtape game uh, in hip hop then versus where hip hop is now? The mixtape game was vital then, right? You had to you and you had to be on the mixtape with the best DJs ever. And we're talking about DJ Green Lantern. Word. We're talking about DJ Clue. Word. We're talking about DJ Drama, Gangsta Drama. Grills. Um he dropped he dropped mixtapes um back to back. Not only did he drop mixtapes, he dropped part twos, part threes <laughs> to those mixtapes. Yeah, right? <laughs> um you know, the young OG is not a mixtape, it was an album. When he did, but when he did like part one and part two, like we were always expect, like, okay, is this one gonna be better than the last one? <laughs> Every time he dropped, he dropped a, a, a hotter version of it. Kind of like the summertime shootout situation. You know what right. I mean? So right. um it was very important then, right? Like if, yeah. if you wasn't on a mixtape, nobody knew who you was. You know what I mean? Like now. Mixtapes is cool, but they're not as prevalent as it is now because back then there was no there was no Spotify's, there was no Apple, there was no streaming services. You had to go to that piff, you had to go to my mixtapes, you had to go to Spinrella, you had to go um to live mixtapes to get those where those artists would officially drop their their project on those individual mixtape yep. platforms coast yep. to coast mixtapes you yep. know what i mean so yep. um and and they would they would promote their project saying yo it's dropping right here and people will go directly to it now the artists would you know what i mean you can point you can go directly to that artist and get the mixtape like what pat poos is doing with his every mm -hmm. monthly joint yep. right yep. he'll sell it all yep. himself and then he'll put it on those platforms you know what i mean so yep. Um, now it's like, okay, I can drop it. I'm going to drop it here on this platform, or it can be a mixtape and I'm going to just, I'm going to put it on Spotify and drop it there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, um, it was, uh, you know, it, it's not, you know, it's, it's, it's still, it's important to really have your own project now with some of the DJs that might host it versus being on that DJ's mixtape where they got a bunch of album a bunch of artists on it you know what yeah. i mean back then yep. you know you had to be on their mixtape now it was okay i got a mixtape and dj drama's hosting it <laughs> you know what i mean yep. and it's dropping on this platform so um it's it's it's, it's just changed it's, it's evolved you know what i mean but it's a i think right now it's more of an ep game than a mixtape yeah game. yeah that's what i was getting ready to say i think now it's more of you know uh artists dropping you know, a couple couple singles on the ep then drop it um as opposed to the mixtape itself but i would tell you all and those of you that are from the from that era from the 2000s era knows that everybody everybody had a mixtape in some way shape or form i had a whole yeah. bunch of them in my car Me i had too. a little yeah. wayne's mixtape <clears throat> a little wayne's another mixtape king which we'll get to him in a couple of weeks um but yeah like fab had mixtapes all over the place and i, I thought it was 
I always thought it was like, like a marketing tool for you to get on, but he was already yeah. on. Like he was already yeah. on and just dropping mixtapes and music. And that was just shows to me his work ethic. You know what I mean? He's still writing, producing, still being relevant, and, and still dropping uh, dope albums all at the same time. Ladies and gentlemen, he dropped five albums in the time period of the 2000s. Five albums, and they all went gold or platinum. And, and to back to going to Shaw's point, uh, when he dropped his first album, it was released on 9-11, and that's the same day that Jay-Z dropped the classic blueprint, and it still went platinum. Like, I mean, come on, man. Come on now. What are we doing? What are we talking about here, man? Like, this, this, right, this, right, this right. Fab is fab is fab, man. That's why we had to have an episode during this during this time period of hip hop about fab because you can't talk about the 2000s without mentioning fab uh so i salute fab his movement and everything he did in hip-hop and is continuing to do and uh we wish that brother number love and success uh but we're gonna start closing things out shaw thank you for your uh man your visit your vision uh sharing with everybody uh, your thoughts on fab or uh, how we have been closing things out and every show this season is doing a short uh salute and shout out to the life and memory of brianna taylor so uh if you could join me uh shot with your right arm in the air if you could see me one time and i'm gonna say the yeah. champ justice for you're gonna say brianna taylor will do that three times to make sure that her memory is never lost so justice for brianna taylor justice for Brianna Taylor. Justice for Brianna Taylor. Brianna Taylor, we love you, Mama. We miss you. Yeah. Much love to you. Keep watching over us. And much love to her and all of the others that we have lost due to social injustice. On this platform, it will never Gosh. die. I'm telling you all right now. We're always going to make sure we talk about that and respect to the ones that paved the way. So without further ado, Shaw Cypher's first trip to the DGA2 platform, brother. It's been a great afternoon, man. Uh, hope it sets the tone for the rest of your week. And uh, it's a shout-out time, brother. Who are your shout-outs going to this week, man? Shout-out to all my family, you know, my wife and my kids. Shout-out to my business partner, Tampa Mystic. You know what I mean? Thank thank God, of course, that should be first for, for right. allowing me to wake up and do this on a daily basis. Every day I wake up is an opportunity to, right, to get it, to right. go out there and get it. Um, just shout-out to everybody supporting the Grind Report, supporting underground movers, industries most wanted, all our brands. Make sure y'all check out that Freestyle Wednesdays that I do. Um, I did nine of them so far. They on my IGTV at Shaw Cipher. Um, and I'll be dropping number 10 on Wednesday. And now we we going to consider that season one. And then we're going to go back and listen to some to some more beats and figure out what season two is going to be. How I'm going to pay homage. But yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Shout out to everybody. You know, shout out to this platform. Shout out to Jessica. Word. Shout out to you, my G. Thank you, brother. Um, and, 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 you know, let's, let's, let's keep. Let's keep connecting with those platforms that are authentic to what they're doing. Because I think together we can take things to all kinds of different levels, make money together, and, and really put people in positions that they didn't think they can be in. You know what I mean? So word, man. All that I appreciate stuff. you, brother. I appreciate you. And 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 my shout out to short. First off, shout out going to you, shot. I shouted you out a couple of weeks ago. You probably didn't see that though, but it's all good. It's all love. Uh, I shouted you out for you uh, interviewing Jessica and you know uh, always homage to the Queen. Um, Queen Jess, I can't do anything without her or her backing, her support. So I love you, babe. Thank you for everything that you're doing for us and will continue to do for us and this platform. Shout out to Shaw Cypher. And yes, you guys tune in, man. If you got IG right now, you see the IG description on the video. You see his name. 
Connect with this brother, follow this brother. He's dropping uh, Freestyle Wednesdays every week, man. So I told him backstage uh, that he should drop. By the time you all see this on Tuesday, hopefully I'm trying to talk him into doing uh, a fabulous beat for Wednesday. Man. Yeah. So we'll see how that works out. See if I was able to convince him to do that. But but shout out to Shaw Cypher. He's moving to the Grime Report. Uh, everything he's doing with, uh, with hip hop, keeping the culture alive, man. So connect with this brother, especially if you're an independent artist, you know, trying to get on. He has a radio show and he does, he does a lot of things, you guys. So connect with his brother, and I'm so glad to be within this circle as well. So thank you again, man. Shout out to God, of course. Um, without everything, we can't do anything without him. Uh, shout out to my family, my kids, my grandkids. Um, I love all you guys. We do all this for you all to leave a legacy <clears throat> behind for you. And uh, that's all I got this week, you guys. And uh, we're going to end this off here. And next week, we're going to go to the Midwest and talk about one of my favorite MCs, and that is Common. And I got a special guest coming up next week. So you all might want to tune in for this one. I got an OG coming through next week, man. So y'all stay safe, stay humble. And as always, keep it 100 and keep it hip-hop. All right, one double zero, man. Peace.